Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to another week here on Trendier. We would like to explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And after I beat Mark Gunnels last week, 19 to 14.9, getting back on the right side of the winning ledger, I have brought in a new challenger. And this time, I think I have more than met my match. We have Jen Piacenti herself here during World Series week. Why I did this to myself, I do not know. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing great. I'm impressed that you beat Mark because... Lord knows I can't beat him in any of his weekly picks for the podcast network. I mean, he's just on fire. So if you beat him last week, I'm a little nervous now, Toby. I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't know that you were going to get nervous because I beat Mark after he gave out. He took a zero last Monday, Jen. I don't know if you listened. He was he was. He was feeling himself a little too bit after taking a lead in the picks pool. He was giving out like plus 5,800s in the cred category, which was his best bet. It was nuts, but okay. he couldn't catch me the rest of the week after doing that. Hopefully you don't do the same thing. All right. Well, I, at least I read the rules, so I'm pretty sure I'm prepared. <laughs> I, well, I've never seen you unprepared in anything. Like nobody <laughs> takes preparation more seriously than Jed Piacenti. So I knew you would bring it this week. So Jed, I mean, on that, on that vein, uh, you have a bit of a fascinating backstory. Like on Monday editions, I've been kind of talking to our staff and as they've come on to the show, a little bit about how they got where they are, what went wrong in their life that they ended up on camera with me somehow. Uh, but for you, you were an actual like Broadway performer. So walk people through how you go from being this incredibly talented uh, Broadway actress and vocalist to giving out picks here on Omaha ESPN and the Extra Points Podcast Network. Well, it's really pretty simple. Um, I moved to New York. I sang, you know, did a lot of, you know, Broadway work. I sang with New York City Opera. I did some commercials. I did things like that. And in the meantime, when you're doing that, you tend to meet a lot of people. New York's just one of those places. And I met people um, that invited me to play with them in a high stakes league. Uh, it was all hedge fund guys, um, fantasy baseball. It was awesome. It was my first time ever playing auction league. We had an auctioneer come in, you know, we had big money screens. It's like a 10 hour day, three meals catered. We're talking high money going around. And I had the best time of my life. And basically through that, and through doing that year after year, I ended up meeting people. The auctioneer is a tout from Tout Wars. He invited me to Sirius XM to watch the Tout Wars drafts. And I met some people. And next thing you know, I'm kind of on TV, I'm kind of on the radio, and here we are. And to be quite honest, the craziest thing ever is working in sports betting is so much more dependable than working in the arts. Who would think that being <laughs> a sports wager is a more dependable way to live your life? But here we are. That was a hell of a yada yada. Like, oh, something, something. And then I'm on TV giving out picks. So, yeah, um, I mean, I can fill in all the details, but I mean, <laughs> that has fun to everybody. <laughs> So, so I'm going to tell you what I think people at home are thinking. Okay. Oh, they invited Jen in because she was a sucker and they wanted to take her money. So all these years later, has the have you turned the tables on them? Are you up on that league overall or have you been donating? 
Uh, no, well, yeah, no, we finished that year like fourth and third. We've done we've done a great job. So we've usually ended up in the money or even um, this last year. I didn't fly. I had a team. I have a partner. It's a partner yeah. that brought me on. Like this is like a major league and I didn't fly in and they finished. The draft went terribly. I don't want to. <laughs> it did not go the way that the league of leagues went is all I'm going to say with which uh, I we'll get to the, we'll get to the leagues sense. of leagues and we'll figure out if that's correlation or causation, but that's, uh, that's really cool. Like I was about to say, if they invited you in as the sucker, then they are the true suckers is they invited in an absolute shark into the waters. Nobody, as I said earlier, does more prep than you. You're one of the best fantasy players I know, as I am seeing in the league of leagues. Um, but you said something on our airwaves that I, I took issue with and I want to dive into a little bit because Eddie called me out by name talking about the baseball playoff format I know baseball is your true Ah. love that's how you entered into this and Mm -hmm. you said that there should not be seven game series and I think I think Eddie misrepresented my position just slightly so I wanted to clean the record up and see what you think I think there should be fewer teams and then all seven game series because it doesn't make any sense to me to play 162 regular season games have so many people make the playoffs because you have this giant sample size, right? Like the biggest sample size in all of sports. If we can't take the biggest sample size of all sports and determine who the best couple of teams are, then what? They lower the sample size. Let's like lean into the randomization. And so if we're going to play that many games, having teams get eliminated in one game or three games just doesn't feel right to me. Like the ratio in football makes sense, right? You play 17 regular season games, you could be out in one. In basketball, uh, you play 82, you could be out in seven. To play 162 and then be out in one and three, that's what's wrong to me so i'm not saying play 10 rounds of seven games i'm saying let's have four teams and then play nothing but seven game series on both sides i don't mean four teams over on the league i don't want to go back to the 1940s yeah okay well that does make a lot more sense he did misrepresent you (laughs) that's like we're gonna have endless baseball playoffs we cannot do that um i still like the wild card team a little bit though um i like the idea of that I don't like the idea of the second wild card team. I agree. Um, and I don't like the idea of a one game wild card play card playoff. I agree. Cause you've got 162 game sample size, as you said, um, the ALDS is five games though. And I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Like I don't have a, a major issue with that. And I agree that the ALCS and the world series need to remain seven series, a uh, seven game series. I think there is a major issue with the baseball playoffs, obviously. I mean, you have the 100 win teams, that can't advance at all. And then you have, God bless you, Arizona Diamondbacks. And I've got a lot of thoughts about you and how I think you actually might be the 2019 Washington Nationals because that's how this feels hey. right now. Hey, um, my team. I was there. I mean, you remember that team, right? They they of caught course. fire at the right time. And you look at it on paper and there's no reason they should win. You look at the Diamondbacks on paper and, and compared even to the Texas Rangers, there's no reason they should win. But they just have this vibe and it feels like that Washington Nationals 2019 vibe and baseball is so streaky. So like at the same time that you you have 162 games to like aggregate all your data and look and say, okay, you know, on average, this, 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 which is why all the nerds get into it. Then it gets down to the playoffs and it's so much about streaks. So for that reason, I'm I'm with you on the seven games. I, I totally get that. So we need to figure out a way to rebuild these playoffs. And I don't really know what the solution is because I I do kind of like that wild card team. I don't like the second wild card team. I don't like this weird buy thing because the buy screws it up for teams. Because again, 
Baseball is a game of rhythm. And yeah. if you just stop playing for five to seven days, depending on how long, that's tough, even on 100-win teams. And it happened to be advantageous to Houston because they were injured. So they had time to yeah. get healthy. They're the only team that did well with the bye. Yeah, the, the buys are a big problem. And so that's the other thing that it, I know you don't like the one game wild card. If you want to have two wild card teams and have them play a one one game playoff to get into the four and, and then you go into it, like I can get behind that. But if you start allowing them to play two out of three, unless they're playing a double header, uh, then the buy starts kicking in again, right? That's like right. every division winner starts to get hurt because the wild card round goes on too long. And so I think it either has to be a one game playoff or just go all the way, like shorten the regular season pretty substantially and then, and then invite uh, 16 teams into the playoffs. Like, Go the hockey model if you're going to do it at that point, yeah. and there are no buys, and Which you can I, everybody can stay in rhythm. And so, like, right. and and like the reason to not do that, Jen, I'm guessing is just traditionalists. Like, people love their stats and they love their counting stats and all those sorts of things. But like, we messed with the traditional uh, rhythm of baseball this year with a lot of those rule changes, and they're almost universally praised, except for like the greatest of of Kermudrin. So let's let's go all the way here. Let's see. Let's either like make this like the 162 games really truly matter, and then get your sample size in the playoffs and try to find the best team, or let's cut the regular season down to 120 games or whatever it might be, and then invite like an extra playoff round in and make your money back that way. What about we get rid of divisions altogether? Okay, now I'm listening. And forget this BS of like, oh well, the Twins won their division. Yeah, but they're not as good as the Rangers the Mariners and the Astros who all happen to be in the same division or the Orioles, you know, Jays, whatever. Maybe we get rid of divisions and we just go by best record period. Yeah. Well, I, th- I just, I think they're in the worst of the worlds right now for the playoffs and they can find a way out by, so by expanding or shortening. If they expand, they need to cut the regular season. So I don't think they will, but like they've now found themselves typical to baseball in like the one place where they shouldn't be. And that, that threatens all the good vibes they built because like the piss clock created more momentum in baseball than there's been, I don't know, in 20 years uh, with, with casual fans coming back in to watch it and enjoying the half hour shorter games. And then they roll out this postseason, which has been incredibly unsatisfying. Well, you're getting plenty so. of casual fans added in the postseason because nobody is really fans with the Rangers in the time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry guys out there, but you know, sorry. What they really, what, what baseball wants for ratings is the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, even Houston, uh, you know, because they're villains and that gets people excited but like dallas and phoenix populated cities but they do not have strong fan bases that spend a lot of money hopefully this this will help but uh, yeah i think we are picking up a few bandwagon and casual fans with this world series which, which could be a good one yeah, look, maybe, but you're also losing like people who I usually would care like me. Like I'll admit it, I have three daughters and they had a bunch of friends. I took them to the Taylor Swift movie on Saturday night rather than watching the World Series. So, I scored uh points with my family, lost points with baseball, but if it had been, you know, the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Yankees, I probably wouldn't have done that. You so it. like I would have watched it. And so like, that's yeah. just one man situation, but that's what happened. And if I've you're had not excited Taylor about Sw- staying home and watching Tommy Pham and Pedormo. I mean, I mean, like you're not you're not home excited about Leo Tavares. Come on, I'm I'm not. These are, these are marquee although, names. 
Although if I'd watched those marquee names, I wouldn't have had the Taylor Swift songs running through my head for the last two days, and they will not leave. If you, is there a cure for that? Is there any way to get for the, these tales for like? Because it's like if you listen to like twenty minutes of Taylor Swift, it's like you could recover from it. Sitting in a movie theater for three hours as a non-fan and being blasted with that stuff—how do I get rid of it? Can you imagine what Travis Kelsey must be going through? I mean, he probably already has CTE and now he's got this like Yikes. degrading his brain. I don't know. Yeah. I well, apparently he's a Swifty. So you have uh, to get a new tune. You have to get a new tune in your ear. Unfortunately, that's the only thing that will do it. And then eventually it will fade. But like right. when I did Gilbert and Sullivan, which I did a lot of, I mean, I've had I can I can still sing to you like every note and every word of the Pirates of Penzance. And once I do that. It will be in my head for three weeks. Okay, guys. So you heard it here. We're going to take a break, and then Jen's going to come back and sing Pirates and Penzance for me to get Taylor Swift out of my head. You know, when the conversation turns tampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, we are back, and that turned out to be an empty threat. She is refusing to sing for me, which I think is really mean. She's going to need to warm up, though, because I'm going to make her break out those pipes before this week is over. That is a trendy promise. Uh, so we are going to play our game, Heart, Head, Heater, Cred, where we walk through the best categories to gamble. Uh, now, just for those who haven't listened before, as I'm sure Jen is bringing a new audience, the idea is heart is just something that you dive into uh, without numbers. It's just what your gut tells you, your heart tells you, biases are welcome. Head is a numbers pick. You did the analytics, you dove into it, you decided which one you wanted to get on numbers, no bias allowed. Uh, heater, we just pick a bet that you like and you're going to ride the entire week no matter what the number is, you lock it in on Monday and just let it go. And then cred is your money ball. It's your credibility. You're going to put two units on that, and that's your best bet. We end up wagering six units overall because I'm allowed to tail or fail one of Jen's bets, and she's allowed to do the same thing. So just for new listeners, that is our game and how we're going to play. Now, Jen, you are the guest, and I'm going to give out an NBA pick that you're not going to care about. So I'm going to let you lead off with whatever you got cooking right now. All right. So we'll start with the heart pick. Um, and to be fair, there's no way for me not to research a pick just a little bit. But yeah. how I did mine was like I went first with my heart and then I kind of went back to make sure it wasn't totally ridiculous. Sure. Fire away. So here's my heart pick. It's for Monday Night Football. It's for Jameer Gibbs to have over 70 and a half rushing yards and over 26 and a half receiving yards. The payout is plus 250. If he does this, you've got to parlay okay. them. I mean, and my heart here is like mostly for those of you who've drafted Jameer Gibbs and have been waiting for the Jameer Gibbs game. We kind of got it last week. I think we're going to get even more. And now with news of Amon Ra possibly being a little bit ill, maybe that also gives him a few more targets. David Montgomery is out. We know the Raiders are a very good matchup for running backs. And so we're just pushing the chips in and we're going. It is rookie day for those of you who have Jameer Gibbs including me on my dynasty team tonight, <laughs> the night. I like it. I'm going to have to hear the rest of them before I make a Taylor fail decision. But that is, it's like I was telling Mark last week, like I would, I wouldn't love this if it was like plus plus one twenty, but it's not plus plus one twenty. You're getting appropriate value for the risk and having it spread across the ground in the air makes me a little bit nervous and having them get a hundred total yards in the exact right. split that you're laying out. Uh, is certainly something that you're being compensated for by getting it up to plus 250. So good lead off, Jen. I'm, I, I like it quite a bit. Uh, I know you're not an NBA fan, but with the NBA back, I have to give out NBA picks because I am a giant NBA fan and, and understand the game well enough to feel like I have a little bit of an edge. So for my heart pick tonight, I am going with the Pacers money line versus how, um, I'm sorry, plus Halliburton double, double. You put those together, Jen, you get plus 154. And Halliburton looked absolutely incredible over the summer with Team USA. He obviously came on really strong for the Pacers last year. But more importantly, the Bulls pick 
pick and roll defense is truly atrocious. And they've given up a double double to all three point guards they've played so far this year. And I don't see any reason that uh trend's gonna stop tonight, given that they are playing against Halliburton, who is a stud. And then on the money line side, the Pacers are really frisky. Obviously, blew out the Wizards to start the year, put up over 140 points. I think they're going to be in the mid-40s to upper 40s on wins this year. And if they're going to reach that total, I think they could take care of a bad Bulls team. So I like I love this bet. Um, I as soon as I saw the Halliburton was playing the Bulls, I knew I had to have action on it. And putting them together this way allows you to maximize your value at plus 154. See, you've convinced me. Like hey. as I know very little about basketball, I'm like, that sounds fine. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Caesar's uh, Caesar's waiting for your action, Jen. You can get that ticket in right after we hang up. Uh, all right. What do you have on the research side? And try to keep it under three hours. Okay. This is actually going to be very simple. I'm taking Josh Jacobs for under 63 and a half rushing yards. And, and it's it's easy. The Detroit Lions have been the best versus the run game this year. Plain and simple. Sounds ridiculous, but it's true. And on top of that, Josh Jacobs is only rushing for 2.9 yards per attempt this year. So even with the volume, I know Josh Jacobs is a volume runner. It's still not going to get you there. Um, he's gone under the under this number in four of seven games this season. And if you look at game script right now, last night, Caesars had them favor, the Lions favored by seven and a half. This morning, it's seven. But give or take a touchdown, game script also doesn't work in the favor for Josh Jacobs. So very simple, minus 120. Look, a head pick to me isn't necessarily one where you get awesome value. It's one where you're like, I'm using my head. This is smart. Josh Jacobs under 63 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I almost ring my heater this week just tailing every one of your head picks because if you looked into every odd, which I know you do, and then this is the one you select, then it's got to be the best one. And so I, I'm blind in on anything you give in the head category this week. Now, you mentioned this earlier, Jen. You joined the League of Leagues this year, which is the fantasy league that I created uh, that combines baseball, basketball, and football. How are you enjoying your experience so far? It, it's it's awesome. I mean, so I won. The fantasy baseball portion. You sure did. Yay. Awesome. And it was tough down to the end. Like it was close. And then we kind of pulled away. I did bring in a partner because I knew I didn't know the basketball well enough. So the trickiest part is the draft, of course. And then knowing for me, like when to take those basketball players. So I I, I brought in a partner that knows enough about basketball, but also knows more about baseball and football like me, because we could agree. And we had a lot of strategy talks about who to draft and not to draft. Now, football sucks for us right now. You know why it sucks? Because <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Just tore his Achilles. So not only did I lose Justin Jefferson, I now may have question marks at TJ Hawkinson, at KJ Osborne. It's just a struggle. Luckily, we have Alvin Kamara. But the other thing is, I literally texted Ryan and I said, Look, do we have a Trevor Lawrence problem? Because Trevor Lawrence is a very good NFL quarterback. Their team is on a crazy win streak. They're doing awesome, but he's not helping me and my fantasy team. And that's the thing that's different. You know, fantasy football versus real football, a lot of times are very, very different. That's why we like wide receivers and garbage time. I feel like I'm starting an episode of Wiper Wired. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna let you I'm run. So Frustrated about my team. I'm so frustrated about my football team. Basketball, I, I don't know. Like Ryan says it's going well. 
<laughs> and this is why I knew you weren't going to care about my heart pick because I, I know that you struggle in that with the basketball. And I thought you were so frustrated because you're in a league with all of these sharps, all of these experts, and all of you are still trailing me in total points in fantasy football, which has got to be embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, it is so awful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's time for you to explore the trade market, by the way. I mean, you have a good enough baseball keepers that you yeah. can probably get some football help. And that market just opened up. We saw. I don't know. Uh, I might be now. out of it. I have to I have to sit and think. You're right. You got to think about it. It's why the league's so cool. We just saw uh, Garcia as a 21st round keeper get traded for Stefan Diggs last week. So it's a trade that you won't see in any other fantasy league of the world. It kind of scrambles your brain, but glad to have you a part of it. Was not shocked at all. You came out swinging and won baseball right away. Uh, the reason I ask is I have committed as long as we have this glorious overlap, which will only be a few more shows, that I am making a league of leagues head pick every single time uh, where I pick a different player prop from all three sports. Oh, so awesome. I'm okay. giving out, like uh, I'm giving out Max Scherzer three plus K's tonight in game three. And that is an easy one for me, Jen. Uh, it's in the head category. So a couple, uh, a couple of numbers, actually one number he's hit this number in 22 out of 24 postseason starts. He does not struggle whatsoever in the postseason. He's not like Clayton Kershaw. He's got that incredible energy. He has that incredible nickname, right? Like he actually like he like the pitching equivalent of the guy beating the drums in Fury Road. And he brings it just as hard in the postseason. I saw it on the 2019 Nats that you alluded to earlier. I think he's going to sail by that number. And then on the football side, I know you're on this one. I know you're on Laporta on 25 plus receiving yards. I know how much you love him. And this is another easy one. He's cleared this total really easily in every game this year. I don't think he's had a game less than 36. And I fail to see any reason barring injury. He won't do it again tonight, particularly against a Raiders team that gives up five catches a game to the position for 42 yards. And they haven't even gone against a good one yet. And now they're going to go against baby Gronk tonight. And then I'm, I'm finishing it out on the NBA. Marcus Smart, under 6.5 assists tonight versus the Mavericks. And he has not cleared this number for the Grizzlies yet. He's been under in all three games this year. And equally importantly, he was not that good in the second half of last season, which is why he's wearing a different jersey right now. He only averaged 4.3 assists for the Celtics after the All-Star All -Star game break last year. And that's when he had better weapons around him to pass to. So the idea that he's going to you know, get seven, eight assists in the game, yes, it may happen once, it may happen twice, but it's not going to happen consistently. And if I can fade that and put it with these other two that I feel like are sure things and get all the way up to plus 158 that is my league of leagues head pick of the day so i cannot tail that one because we do not see max scherzer the same way tonight oh all right tell us why well you're gonna hear more about this on my cred bet okay um, a little teaser I will for expound. everybody i will okay. expound on that later all right but i i am not i do not share your confidence in max scherzer especially in the postseason this year because uh he has not been his past Scherzer self that you remember from the 2019 series. Hey, fair enough. Maybe I've got uh, Mad Max colored glasses on. I can't wait to hear more he about might it. Do it. Point, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he won't it. do it. I just don't. It's not enough to me. Three is a low number. I mean, that's his adjusted total. By the way, it's another reason I like it, uh, combining adjusted totals. Like people, you know, do money line parlays, uh, which blew up in my face yesterday with the Chiefs. 
It is a decently square bet, but there's a fun thing to do in adjusted numbers for player props that you could parlay as well, because you can get these things. Like I think that Scherzer bet standalone was minus 380. Laporta mm-hmm. was like minus 500. Mm-hmm. I would have taken Laporta to 40, but it wasn't an option on Caesars. You have to pick 25 or 50. Uh, but once you do that, like you're kind of betting along with Vegas in some ways, because if, if you've adjusted the total so far down, they think it's highly unlikely that right. it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. if you get enough variance, because Vegas is often so close to being precisely right, that suddenly you feel like you're the dealer, like getting to play black Jack rather than sitting on the other side of the table. So well, the what positives like for Scherzer are he he has, you know, he does have a high strikeout rate and the Diamondbacks have struck out more than most teams during the regular season. But in the postseason, I just see, I'm not saying he can't, I think he probably will, but it, it, I just don't feel confident enough. That's the leg right. that worries me. All right. Well, you're not going to feel sure confident in my Laporta cat. Yeah. Laporta, yeah. Laporta nail that one in. Um, you're not gonna feel confident in my heater either, Jen. Like from okay. your comments, you you seem to be a Diamondbacks fan in this I world. I'm not series. a Diamondbacks fan. I I grew up rooting for the Texas Rangers. I went to Rangers games like all the time. I'm from Dallas. Yeah, I know. I know where you're from. I'm not saying you're a fan and that you're rooting for them. I think that you like making money, though. You seem to be a fan of the Diamondback odds, and I am definitely going against that with my heater. Okay. I am taking yeah. the Rangers on the run line, so minus a run and a half every for games three, four, and five. Uh, I'm betting it that no matter bold, what the number Cotton. is. It is bold. I'm doing bold it. Bold strategy. Game three, they're plus 140. I think they're the better team. I like taking run lines on the road because they'll bat in the ninth, which gives them a chance to expand their lead uh, with that with that extra bat. And I just think they're more talented. Like I, 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 You hit me in the heart by comparing them to the 2019 Nationals, which obviously was one of the highlights of my sports fandom. But one of the big differences, like that Nationals team was at the tail end of a – not a, it's not a dynasty, but a very solid like seven year run of competing with lots of guys who had the playoff experience, who had not made it out of ga- uh, games that they should have won. And then we saw some reversion, right? Like they got lucky in 2019 and they claimed a title that they probably should have won earlier in the decade. And I just don't see that with the Diamondbacks. I don't see the pedigree. I don't see the experience. I don't see the talent. I don't even think they should be in the playoffs. Yes, they could catch fire, but if I'm going to get mid one mid plus 100s for three games and I have to hit two of them to turn a profit I'm in all day okay so I, I yes I I don't like to bet run lines in baseball is my least favorite bet because too many games are decided by one run or fewer I mean we saw the first mm-hmm. game decided and then Texas has actually yet to cover the run line in either of the first two games so for me I'm staying away but I do love that payout of plus 140. And and if you put again if you put these teams on paper I agree with you the Rangers are the better team. There's no question about it. Yeah. But I I think actually the non-experienced thing is what's working in favor of the Diamondbacks and that they don't realize like they're they're just happy. They're playing with house money. Like nobody yeah. expected them to be here whatever. So that's why that one makes me nervous but you might like my heater which is also a Texas Rangers bet. Okay, what you got? We are kind of in the same zone. It's Adelis Garcia over one and a half total bases. It's actually plus 100. It pays even money. And I'm willing to roll that. Yeah, I know. I'm rolling that all week because the dude has eight home runs in the postseason. He has more RBI this year, 22 RBI, than any other player in postseason history. Um, now again, remember we have extra games now, so it's a little bit unfair, but still he's on fire. Um, 
And I just think he's going to continue to be on fire. Atlas Garcia reminds me of, was it 2020? I don't know. Carlos Correa. He's got like Mm -hmm. that kind of energy about him. That's a little bit like if you're on his side, you love him. And if you're not, you hate him. He's like a villain or a hero to you in a major way. And, And he's just locked in and it's even money. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that hasn't moved into the negatives of yeah. as hot as he's been. So, uh, okay. Good one. Good one. I got to hear your cred pick before I make my final decision on Taylor fail, but that one I think is the leader of the clubhouse right now, uh, for my cred. And you want to talk about kind of the energy that a player gives off. I'm going with Jimmy Garoppolo to go over uh, one pat or get one plus passing touchdown and one plus interception in the same game tonight. That is minus 114. That is hit in every game this year. He seems to always do it. And my question to you, Jen, is it because he's too handsome? Is it because of the energy, like the confidence that he has his entire life, that he always thinks he can succeed, that he makes these bad questionable throws that get picked off, or it gives him the moxie to create a touchdown? Like, I don't have this problem. Most people don't have this problem. I don't assume everything is going to work out for me based on my looks. But when you do, is he putting the ball up for jeopardy just because he's been rewarded every single day when he got up and the mirror turned back his reflection and everybody treated him different all day. I think there's something to it, whether there is or not, getting minus 114 for something that hits every single time is something I am willing to put two units on tonight. This is a great bet. I love this bet because this is the definition of Jimmy Garoppolo. One passing touchdown, one interception. That's basically, that's that's who he is. Yeah. And that's why you never put him on your fantasy team because that's <laughs> who he is. He giveth, he taketh away. Ladies, remember, that's what it's like to be with, with a handsome man. They giveth, <laughs> they take it away. No. Um, so, yeah, I love, I absolutely love that bet. I think that's a, I think that's a great one. So, yeah, I'm still Got to think about what I'm going to do here. What I'm gonna, All right. That might be my tail, but it just doesn't pay as well as your heart bet. So, uh, okay. <laughs> thinking. We'll give out your credit and then we'll give final, uh, final. So my credit bet is that the game tonight goes over nine runs. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why. Obviously, anything can happen. We have seen games exceed the run totals in most postseason games this year. Games at Chase Field are averaging 9.01 runs this season. So right there, you can at least get a push. This is one of the reasons I like this is because you can still kind of push if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer only made it through two innings in his last start. Only struck out two. In the previous start, he struck out four, but he allowed, was it seven earned runs? He yeah, doesn't good. look right. and. The Diamondbacks are going to be at home with the home team around them. So whether Scherzer is good or not, okay, let's say he makes it five innings and he's awesome, which is totally possible. You still got to deal with the Texas Rangers bullpen, who has actually been very good in the postseason, but they are due to blow up because they're just not good. They're not good. On the other side of this, you got Brandon Fott, who, again, has been very good during the postseason. But it is time for that to end. It's just like I was watching Paul Sewell come. He was pitching on Friday night. And I saw Corey Seager came to the plate. And I looked at my boyfriend and I said, 
He's been too good. He's due to blow up. He is not that good. And Corey Seager is too good of a hitter. And next thing you know, two run home run. Brandon Fott is not going to be locked down versus this Texas Rangers lineup. In addition, both of these pitchers are fly ball pitchers. You're not getting a ground ballers. You're getting fly ball pitchers. So between that, the fact that everybody's going to be trying to win this game, series tied one-to-one, they're going to go to their bullpens. That can break down very easily. I just think we're going to get nine or more runs tonight. Hopefully more. We want more. We want more runs. This makes baseball fun. I think we're going to get it tonight. All right. Uh, I am going to tail your Garcia bet because I think if it's going to go over nine, Garcia is going to have the bases that you gave out. And I'd rather, I'd rather hedge against, you know, something else and just bet on his individual excellence. So I'm going to tail your Garcia bet. And I like that one a lot. What are you going to tail or fail for me? I'm going to tail your heart bet because I want the payout. You want the payout. You're betting blind on my NBA knowledge. That is true confidence, Jen. You trust me on Monday. We'll see about Wednesday. I was you talking about hoops on the podcast with Gunnels this week, and I was like, Toby knows a lot about basketball. I better, I better get some expert um, help for the portion of League of Leagues. <laughs> don't tell anybody. I've been trying to keep that under the radar. Uh, so, Jen, one other question for you, since you are our baseball expert, and we're not gonna we're not gonna tape again until Wednesday. In which case, you know, we'll know a lot more about the way the series is gonna go. Uh, I think last time I saw the numbers, the Rangers were in like the minus 130 for the series and the Diamondbacks were like minus 110 and might have been minus 135 and plus 115. I'm sorry, not minus 110, plus 110 and 115. It's somewhere in that range. Which ticket would you rather have after the first two games? Series odds. That's so hard. When this series started, I was Rangers all the way. I was just 100% locked in Rangers in six. That's what I thought. I see something about this Diamondbacks team that is just not right. The the small ball is brilliant. They're stealing, they're bunting, they're doing whatever. I love that they have Brett Strom as their pitching coach. I think he's, mm-hmm. how do you turn Merrill Kelly into a star pitcher? Merrill Kelly, come on. Um. So right now, I think I would rather have the better odds and pull the ticket for the Diamondbacks. Like, just have some fun and go with it. Even though my head still says Rangers, yeah. I'm going to go with my heart because of streaks and, and intangibles that you can see. That I think there we I go. There we go. The very purpose of the game come true here on her series bet. Yeah, because it really is a battle. Like, these two teams are, to me, the ex- absolute perfect example of head versus heart. Yep. Well, we'll see how it goes, and then we'll check back in on Wednesday to see where those odds are. But I, I think I would still take the Rangers minus 130. And a lot of it depends on what you think is going to happen tonight, right? Because those odds are going to shift so dramatically after game three. And you know I like the Rangers tonight. So if I like the Rangers tonight, I'd rather get the value into the pick now versus having to wait until after the game and it goes back to minus 180 or minus 190 if they if they prevail tonight on the run line like I projected. All right. Uh, Let's go ahead and take our break, give our sponsors a little bit of attention, and then we will come back with our Second Guest Express and get out of here. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, we are back, and it is time to fire up the Second Guess Express, where you put a bet, a bet on your bench, and it absolutely destroys one of your starters. Something Jen is intimately familiar with as the host of Waiver Wired. Seems to be our lot in life to play fantasy and have that happen to us every week. So, Jen, I will let you go ahead and kick us off. Which one are you kicking yourself about right now for not actually giving out on the show? Okay. I parlayed. Laporta over 44 and a half receiving yards with Laporta over four and a half catches for plus 303. I love Leaving this. Leaving it on my I bench. would have tailed this. I would have tailed this if you had put it in there. Why did you put that on the bench? That's so good. It is so good, isn't it? It's so yes. good. I put it on the bench because I'll tell you why. I was afraid of jinxing it because I need a performance from Laporta tonight in my fantasy leagues. And I thought if you push all your chips in, you're going to be so mad when it doesn't go off for you for your fantasy team and for your bet. But the reasons why are crazy. I mean, he's gone over this in like five or seven games this season. As you know, I'm a huge Sam Laporta fan. Uh, The Raiders, they haven't been taught. They haven't seen a lot of tight ends targeted versus them. So the numbers don't line up if you just look at the numbers versus the position. But Sam Laporta isn't just the position. And then add to the fact that Amon Ra may be sick or sitting tonight. And like, come on. Yeah. It's going to be Laporta night. So um, I guess congratulations to us because this is going to go off on our bench. Yeah, 